Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another one in our Super Coach previews. I'm looking at 10 centers here where they're a very valid option under 350,000K. So essentially, I think this year, this is last year, there was a few that we had. I think there's a handful of picks this year in your center wings that you can put. There's some guys that weren't played. I think they have some real strong chances to play throughout the year. I think there's some starters from day one that are a tremendous value. So we'll just start it right here. Um, the the For me, the the preseason buzz of the center wing has been Tilatau Kalu for Manly. Uh, he's currently center wing fullback in Supercoach and 175,000K. Basically a bottom price cheapie from all the reports. And you've seen, if you've watched any highlights from New South Wales Cup last year, he's an absolute beast. Um, you know, played, played fullback, but there's reports if there's a center spot or a wing spot, he can easily take it. You look at the guys who merely have lost, uh, you know, Funa and uh, Moses Suli, that, that automatically opens up a spot. It seems like uh, Jorge Tafu was also trying to bulk up and play a second row role. So all of a sudden, a lot of the edge players are gone there. And if Kalu can come in there and be that guy and they give him some early game time, just to be one of your... You know, he may be enough and may not play all year. That is, you know, bottom price. That's exactly what you want. And I think if he does come on and play some games, he's not going to be an auto-emergency nightmare later in the year. I think, you know, if Brad Parker or Morgan Harper goes down with an injury, all of a sudden you've got a manly outside back at 170K. So there's obviously not much to talk about him. Uh, he hasn't played any first grade, but from all the reports of manly, he's one of those guys that had to lock up and they did lock him up. Rave reviews about him. Just one of those guys... If there's too much preseason hype, you know, if he wasn't going to play, I don't think there'd be any hype. I think he's, like I said, with Funa and Suli not there, I think he's next man up, really. Um, they've got a couple of options they can do, but why not blood the young fella? You know, it's a, it's a squad that's getting younger each year um, with some of the recruits that they're getting and some of the guys that are leaving. So I think this is a perfect chance. And again, he will easily be slotting it as one of my uh, three reserves in the center wing because, again, 175k for a guy who could play in a top four side. Um, give me all that. Next is the guy who really sparked this one for me. It's my man Will Penasini from the Eels, center only 255k. He's going to get that spot. Um, I've been calling the young Michael Jennings in that Parramatta mold. Um, great defensively in attack, and you know get on the outside man can set up his winger. 255 is unders. Again, he can easily start as one of your four center wings. I think his floor is going to be at least a you know a 37 to a 42. I think he's definitely in that range of getting some good base. And again, if you can get a tricep or a jagger line break, all of a sudden now you're pushing into the 60s and you're you're cheering. So I think there's definitely money to be made by Penasini. I think at least 200k. I could see him finishing the season about. It, honestly, it'd be a bad year if he finished around 450k. I think more around that 550. I think he can really set in there. Parramatta's got a nice draw, especially to open up. He could be one of these guys that you start in the first, uh, you know, 10 weeks, make 250K and then move him on and upgrade him. I think that's definitely a spot for Will Penasini. Again, at Parramatta in the centers, there's not much options. In the wing, there might be a bit of uh, contention of who gets spots between Sevo, Simonson, Dunster. Uh, but for me, the centers, it's going to be Wonga Blake. It's going to be Will Penasini and Penasini, is set, to me, 
it'd be crazy as a Premier fan. It'd be crazy and criminal if they don't see him as one of the corner stones of their of their franchise. So moving forward, I think such good raps. The way he came in, you know, there, there was talk in the juniors about how good he was. He came in, you know, and he was able to really tear it down and be a real good force for us in that finals charge. So all about Will Penasini. I'd be shocked if he's not in at least a quarter of the teams. I think for that value for the Eels team. Yes, a lot of people uh, will say, oh, Parramatta and, you know, it's our year and all the jokes, but there's value in a guy that, you know, it's a top six team at least, and there's a guy in their starting centres for 250k. You have to go with it. Next man up is Isaac Targo from the Panthers. So he's a 2RF centre wing combo, 287k. This is all predicated on who's going to get centre spot for the Panthers. So that burn leaving, it obviously opens up that hole. You know, do they? There's a couple of things they can do here. It really does depend on the makeup of their team. Does Charlie Staines get another look back into this team? You know, is it Talon May? But I, I think it's going to be Tiger. I think we saw from what he did last year in the limited game time that he had, he has that spark. Uh, and again, you're talking about getting a top, you know, two side in the Panthers, sub 300K. If he gets the say not on TLT, he has to be in your team. And for that one, oh, you know, at least 40% would have to pick him. He's just, with that value, if he can do what Matt Burden did, and we know Burden, you know, he's he's really a halfback by trade, and he was able to go into the centers there with that nice early ball. Um, I, I just think it's going to be a steal if you get him. And straight away, if you have Penasini and Targo, if they're both starting and you get them, all of a sudden you've got two players under 300K, and you're looking very good. You've got a lot of potential for tries, assists, line breaks. It's all there. So... I think I've got Tiger right now, but again, whoever gets that spot, if it's Tyler May, if it's someone else they put in there, um, I, I would definitely bang on that that center for Panthers because they're going to be under 300K and it just gives you more flexibility, especially, I should have started the podcast with this, but if you're one of these guys like me who is going to try their hardest to get Turbo and Cleary in the starting lineup with all that cash in those two players, you've got to be smart with where you can pick it. I think center wing is a perfect spot. So, Tennessee and Targo so far. Number three is Billy Smith from the Roosters, 294K. Now, again, this one is on TLT. Can he beat out Paul Momorowski? Because I think it's definitely going to be down to him. Joey Manu is obviously going to have one of those spots. If Billy Smith gets a start, we saw what he did last year. The only concern is obviously injuries. He, you know, is becoming quite an injury magnet. But when he's on the field, he's just got that, he's just got that real nice. And again, I compared him last year. The game just reminds me of Willie Tonga in terms of being able to just so so light off foot and being able to do what he can do. I, I love watching him play and picked him up in Supercoach draft um, last year. Loved having him for those couple of games. Obviously got injured. So it's all about if he can overtake Momorowski. That Roosters team is going to be deadly this year. I think they're the odds on favorite. You look at the back line they're going to have. Um, You've got to have whoever that center is. Again, if it's Momorowski, the valley's probably not there and you can go elsewhere. But if it's Billy Smith, it's another guy under 300K you can slot in there. And, you know, Roosters, Eels, uh, Panthers in the first three there. Um, you've got some very nice attacking upside there. But move on to number four. It's a guy from one of the bottom eight teams last year. Edward Cozy from the Warriors. Center wing only, 220K. He'll be another one of my reserves uh, so far. I just think... From what I saw last year, again, another another one of these young guys who got thrown in with not much, you know, notice and did a good job, you know, 220K. I really do see the wings and the center spots being open for the Warriors, you know. 
Ewan Aiken's basically all but confirmed he's going to go into the edge while Tohu Harris is out. So all of a sudden, Reese Walsh is the fullback. You'd assume Dallin is going to be somewhere in the back line. Then you've got guys like Rocco Berry. You've got guys like Adam Pompey. Uh, you've got, you know, to me, why can't Edward Cozy be that guy? I think Marcelo Montoya is another guy who will probably be vying for his spot. Montoya did have a good season last year, but one injury, you know, if Reese Walsh is suspended for three games and Dellen goes to the fullback, you need a winger. I think Edward Cozy will be able to come in and he's going to be one of those guys that you can just plug and play. He probably, if he doesn't get the start, he might play, you know, six times a game. He's not going to come off the bench. There's going to be an AE emergency for you. I think... Again, if you you know if you don't want to go the Kalu route, you can go Edward Cozy. He may be nuffed at some stage, but it's 220k. It's not much, and there's an upside to get some things. Again, the Warriors, I have I'm pretty hopeful on the Warriors this year, at least in attack. I think, especially with Sean Johnson, it'll be interesting to see when they line up who gets the wing spot on his side because that is always a treasured side. I'm all about Ed Cozy. If he can really you know get another preseason under his belt and play some good footy, why not? Why not? Number five is going to be a controversial one. It's the most expensive guy or the second most expensive guy on our list. And it's a guy that I think a lot of people just put the permanent marker through. But I've just got hope. And especially uh, with the coach that he's got, I think they're going to play him. It's Moses Mbai from the Dragons. Fullback center wing combo, 312K. Now, you may laugh and you think that I'm crazy, but Hook loves his veterans. We've seen it with every guy he's brought down so far. They're going to play him, whether that's Maguire, whether it's McCulloch. They're going to play him. So with Mbai, 312K, I know a lot of people have been talking about Tyrell Sloan and Tyrell Sloan being the fullback. And they've been talking about Amone or Sullivan being the 5'8". I'm just saying by round three, if Moses Mbai is in the one or the six jersey, do not call me surprised. I think there's a real chance that he's been brought in there and he's going to be the team player and he's going to help out the young guys. But I can definitely see him wanting to try and get one of those starting jerseys. And Moses Mbai is a good player. You know, he's he might start on the bench. He might drop a little bit of cash. He might get down into that 240 range with a couple of bench performances. But we saw with the Tigers last year, he actually was pretty good off the bench. It's one to monitor. I really do think Moses Mbai has a chance to crack that jersey. We saw there was a lot of guys that you thought was very stable in that dragon side, not stable last year. I think of Zach Lomax. The rumors at the end of the year, they were trying to offload him. A guy... On a five-year contract, seen as the future of the club. I'm just Hook is coaching for his life now. I know it's still early on in the Hook regime, but they can't have too many more bad seasons. I think him and Jack Bird will be slotting around the field, plugging and playing wherever he needs them. So Moses and Bayer 312 again and might go down in a couple of weeks, but I'm not going to start with him. It's an intriguing option because I could see him moving into the fullback. All of a sudden, if Zach Lomax doesn't play, they don't need a goal kicker. I could see Moses Mbai potentially kicking as well. So Moses Mbai is one to keep an eye on. One more guy I've got here as we'll put Mbai and Allen as the damaged goods where people are just too scarred. Corey Allen for me is that one. He's number he's number seven on our list. Corey Allen is center wing fullback as well. He was the preseason darling last year. A lot of people spent the 400K to put him in the center wing and think they want to get, you know, the guy from the last 10 rounds of the Rabbits. He got burned. He's 264K right now. Again, it's going to be a fight for a spot. Don't start with him, but let's just quickly go through it. Who is in that Bulldogs back line? That's where they spent all their money this year. So Dufty is the fullback. Dufty got dropped by the Dragons last year. So if Matt Dufty doesn't last the whole season, I'm not going to be uh, very, very surprised. 
let's go into the wingers. So on the wings, you've got obviously the Fox. You've got, you know, Ockenbohr. I could see a Corey Allen beating Ockenbohr for a spot there. Let's go into the centers. You've obviously got, you've got Brent Naden. Okay. Does that fill me with a lot of intrigue? I saw him also get dropped from his team. People are just thinking that this Bulldogs team is an absolute slam dunk. And for me, I'm just, I'm wanting to be cautious. We saw what Corey Allen did in a good, in a good team, right? We saw him being able to come in there and, um, in that in that ra- rabbit side and do a really good job. You know, some of the other guys I might be buying. Obviously, Braden Burns has also come over. Okay, I- I've seen Braden Burns as well. To me, it's there's a lot of people just writing him off. And again, we'll see more in the trials and on TLT. But whether they slot him on the wing and all of a sudden he's finishing off some some nice backline pieces or he's on the Burton side. I could potentially see a path there. 264K for a guy, and a lot of people have been, you know, blowing up the dogs, and I'm not one of them, but a lot of people have been saying, this is the guy, this is the guy. Look, for me, if that's going to be the case, then it's got to start now, you know what I mean? It can't be... He's on a decent-sized contract. I think they're going to want to try and play him. And again, we've seen in a good club what he can do. So I'm just telling everyone... If you think Corey Allen Moses and by is a bit of a laugh, I'm just telling you there, there's there's routes to them getting into the team slightly cheaper or at the price they're at now, and I think there could be value. Three more here. These are probably three of the most exciting ones here. So obviously Joe Sawali is uh, number eight, fullback center wing, 259k. Going to be in at least half the super coach size. He's a Roosters outside back. We saw what he did last year as a underage, undersized rookie. You'd think, you know, injury risk might be a factor. We did see him get knocked up a little bit last year. I think he's going to bulk up. I think he's going to have a fantastic season. If the Roosters can stay fit, we know what's going to happen. I'm all about Joe Sawali. I don't think there's much to say. I think a lot of people are going to have him. 259K. For me right now, if you're looking at Penasini, Targo, and Suli Sawali, you've got three guys, sub 300, plenty of room to, to spread some cash. The last reserve in my team is number nine, Kane Bradley. From the Cowboys to RF center wing at 242. I saw what he did last year uh, for the Cowboys in those limited games. I love his playing style. Obviously, big boy on the wing there. I think he can cart the ball up really well. I think he's gonna be a nice finisher. Realistic with that, with that Cowboys backline right now. I think it's all interchangeable. I think Hammer and the Valley, the only two guys, you know, Tualangi, Lamelu. There's some guys there that will need to get some minutes, but to me. Kane Bradley is one of those guys, you've got to play him. And again, I think, you know, if Val goes and plays Origin, I think if the Hammer plays Origin, there's going to be chances for Kane Bradley to come in there and be a nice player. So 242K, sign me up there. But the last player, it's Silwan Cobo. Again, another guy I think a lot of people will have. He's 320K. So the most expensive guy on this list, but probably one of the highest upsides. We've all heard the comparisons of to who we think he is. I just think he's a big, strong lad who's going to be able to break a lot of tackles. Katoni Stags on the opposite side of the field, potentially. You've got two guys in the centers. Where does Farmworth play? Does Copper stay on the wing? Does he go to fullback and switch with Tessie New? It's all up in the air. If Silver Copper at some stage gets the fullback jersey this year, 320 is going to be absolute unders. Now, you could really, you know, you could have Silver Copper as a reserve. You could start him as a reserve, I guess. There's options to do that, especially if you're not going the Cleary turbo route. But I guess the point of this podcast is to show you that there's a couple of positions this year. This is the first one here, center wing. 
there's absolute value. There's not there's there's more guys I can go on about here, but there's just ten options there where you can really, you know, I think all these guys here, most of them at least, the ones that I'm going to start on the reserves, there's flaws of 35-40 here. And again, some people will just want to go in there and, you know, try and route at the team to get, you know, perfect averages there. I get that. But if you're like me and wanting to start Cleary and Turbo just to get those points and not be left behind at the start, there's guys here that I think all these guys are going to make money. I think if you take if you want to take out Embi and Allen, that's fine. Let's take them out and let's leave the eight that I gave you. I think there's money to be made on every single one of them. I think there's attacking upside. I think there's youth. There's some AE stuff that I'm not, that's not going to rear its ugly head and be enough later on. I just think center wing this year, I, th- I heard a lot of people going, you know, the, obviously the, the top of the top guys, you know, you think of top on Garrick, I just very, very highly priced right now. And if you want to eat that money, eat that money. But to me, I think center wing will be where I, right now at least, is where I want to spend the least. I think there's value it's at least in three to four positions. And you can really start thinking about rounding out your squad in other places. That'll do it, guys. Again, just a nice quick one. Just want to talk about the center wing position there. We'll, we'll come back and do one more of these. I also think the 2RF is another very interesting position this year. So we'll go and do one on that one as well. But thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day, and we'll hear from you soon. Cheers.